Hi, I'm Scott Pilgrim, and it's great to share with you today in our Long Cider series as we consider what does it mean to be people who are committed to partnership in mission. I love a good cup of coffee, a long black. I work in a team in Melbourne that also love their coffees. We're close by to a number of different cafes, and each team member kind of has their favourite place. I won't say they're coffee snobs, but maybe some of them are. I love a good coffee and I've taken lots of photos of, of drinking coffee over the years. You know, sitting in a little laneway in Rome with an espresso or sitting in the beautiful streets of Lisbon uh, enjoying a long black. A shot of hiking in the French Alps with my kind of thermos there to drink of coffee or with my little jet boil on a cold day hiking in the Great Ocean Road. And... Right beside my desk at the moment, I've got a photo where I'm drinking a coffee with some new ministry friends. Let me tell you, the coffee that I was drinking in this photo was very average. It was a service station coffee. It was in a servo on the main road in the middle of Zambia, in a small town in central Zambia. But it's a rich photograph for me because it captures the essence of partnership. I'm sitting around a table with a group of passionate followers of Jesus, uh, beautiful Zambian people who wanted to share with me about their vision for a new partnership with Baptist Mission Australia. I'll come back to that story. But as I begin, can I thank all of you who partner with us? Partnership is the heart of Baptist Mission Australia. Our people, our humble, intercultural workers sent to teams across the world to contextualise the good news of Jesus by word and deed, to bring the good news to people in communities around the globe in ways that make sense to them. But our people can only do that with the support of our partners. Individuals, families, local churches across our movement who've come together over more than 140 years to allow Australian Baptists to have the expression of international mission. We're not a standalone mission agency at Baptist Mission Australia. We are the intercultural arm of the Australian Baptist movement and we recognise the importance, the privilege and the power of partnership. Certainly since I've commenced in the role over the last uh, three years, the, the importance of partnership the role that different people play in bringing our family together has been kind of reinforced upon me time and time again. It's brought to, to life in a new way, the familiar words in Philippians chapter 1, where Paul celebrates the joy, the power and the purpose of gospel partnership, where we read as Paul writes the Philippian church, every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God. Every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God. I think of you as my partners, my co-workers in the gospel, my friends. And Paul goes on to say, you've been my partners in spreading the good news about Christ. Right at the beginning of this letter, Paul celebrates the joy, the purpose, the power of gospel partnership. And as we read this rich relational passage in Philippians, we're reminded of, of the need for partnership, the, the biblical mandate that we're called to be partners together in local mission and in global mission. We're reminded of, of the beauty of partnership, that we represent the body of Jesus called to be interdependent, called to be countercultural in a world that so often where people are called to live you know, independently or the me first world, that we think about others and that we're called to that partnership together.
When I read Philippians 1 and words like, you have been my partners in spreading the gospel and the deep emotion that Paul has for his friends in ministry, I'm taken to uh, the passage in Romans 16 that's become one of my favourite passages in recent years. At the end of Paul's kind of lofty letter to the Roman church, we have this beautiful PS where Paul celebrates his friends in ministry, his partners in the gospel. I can imagine him sitting there in chains and he's rattling off name after name after name as Tertius the scribe writes this beautiful PS in Romans 16. We get 27 names in 16 verses, many of the names only mentioned in this one place at the end of Romans, as Paul celebrates women and men of different ethnic backgrounds, of different ages, with different gifts and ministry callings. Paul celebrates partners, co-workers, fellow laborers, beloved in Christ, his brothers and sisters, and he reminds them that they all play their unique part in embracing God's gracious invitation to mission. Some have been supporters of Paul financially. Some have offered hospitality. Some have travelled with him. Some have stayed in Rome to build up the church there. Some will go elsewhere. Some will go to faraway places in terms of that early first century church, like Ampliatus in verse 8, who will take the good news to Bulgaria. What do we see here? Paul celebrates the mission of God in the hands of ordinary people. He celebrates the power of partnership. He captures the reality that we can do so much more together, that we are better together. And I find that is so true for us as a movement of Australian Baptists. There are many things that could divide us. There are many things that we could disagree on. But when it comes to mission, we become unified around the purposes and the call of Jesus to stand together as his followers and to embrace God's gracious invitation locally, across the nation, across the world. Alan DeMond the senior pastor at New Hope Baptist Church and a mentor of mine over the years, when I was contemplating taking this job, said, Scott, Australian Baptists are at their best when we focus on mission together. So let me take you back to Zambia. There I was having a cup of coffee in this service station, packed around the one small table that was available. And the local leadership from the Central Baptist Association of Zambia were sharing their heartbeat, their vision with me. They were sharing, sharing with me with clarity their desire to plant churches, to develop emerging leaders, and to respond to growing social concern, the growing need to address poverty in that nation. Zambia, already an impoverished country, and yet now with one of the highest birth rates in the world, given adolescent pregnancy. By the year 2050, the fact that the population in that country will double. Just contemplate that. And what that means in terms of the escalation of poverty and so many other complex needs in that country. And a young man around the table looks across at me and says, Scott, we would love to renew our partnership. And I was thrilled when he said this. But the partnership should look different today. And he's right. It's not about a Western mission agency stepping into Africa and telling our Zambian brothers and sisters what to do. No, it's humbly coming alongside this passionate community of Jesus followers and doing what we can to cheer them on, resource them and support them. You know, we first went to Zambia in 1969 when a nurse, Gwen Chambers, stepped out in faith and went to that country at a very different time to what it is today. 
another one of the many women that we celebrate who faithfully led us in mission, the Baptist Mission Australia. We had teams of workers that went to Zambia after Gwen. And it came to a point of time when our teams had kind of finished their work and, and local leadership had been developed, local churches had been planted. But there's still a call of God for us to be working in Zambia. When I was there, I was driving around the country in an old van with one of the legends of our movement, Roger Kemp. Roger spent time with his wife, Barbara, living in Zambia. And now he does FIFO work. Roger has given more than 45 years of his life to visiting and developing leadership in Zambia, leaving a life legacy, a lasting legacy of a leadership, a new generation in that place. And as I sat with Roger and our friends in Zambia having a coffee, leading that conversation was a man named Redson. I love this part of the story. Redson first came to know Jesus through Australian Baptists. Through the partnership of faithful men and women who pray and who financially give to our organisation, Redson in Zambia many years ago became a follower of Jesus. And the likes of Roger and Keith and others from our movement invested into Redson's life. And Redson emotionally says to me over the coffee table, I wouldn't be a pastor or a leader today if it wasn't for the partnership and the support of Australian Baptist people. And now here is Redson, kind of semi-retired, back in this small community in central Zambia, wanting to invest into young people and women that they might get employment training skills, that they might learn skills that will allow them to, to, to earn an income in an impoverished community, a, a hands-up, a holistic transformation ministry. And here is Redson saying, we would love to partner with you again. The power of partnership. You can go to our baptistmissionaustralia.org website to find out more about the exciting Zambia project and how you might like to invest in it. At our heart, for more than 140 years, our people and our partners and the work that you do, and I say that intentionally, the work that you do as our partners because you are very much a part of the story as you pray with us, as you stand with us, as you financially invest with us, as you come alongside in, in short-term volunteer opportunities, as people serve in prayer teams on our board, in our other volunteer capacities, we celebrate at Baptist Mission Australia the power of partnership. We celebrate the power of partnership in our teams around the world. We see the exciting growth of our ministry in Southeast Asia as our team there partner with local organisations. And through that local partnership, people being employed, people coming to know Jesus in ways that make sense to them, people discovering hope in a country where the majority religion, of course, is, is not Christian. We celebrate it in South Asia, in one of the most poorest countries in the world, where Aussie Baptist support Baptist Mission Australia. We come alongside our partners in South Asia and we are able to bring projects of transformation that give uh, dignity to women, allowing women to, to, to be trained and employed. We come alongside uh, people with health needs. We come alongside people and train them in agricultural skills. We come alongside people with God's word in a way that makes sense to them. And we see lives and communities being transformed in South Asia. I'm involved now on a steering group 
looking to establish and launch in July this year a global Baptist mission network where we'll bring Baptist mission agencies from around the world together for the very first time. And why is Baptist Mission Australia at the table? Because we go back to Paul's challenge in Philippians 1. We believe in partnership. We recognise the beauty and the power of partnership in the gospel together. And as we pursue partnerships with our teams across the world, we also see that God's Spirit is raising up within us a call to former partners who we worked with in the past, just like we are looking forward to new ministry in Zambia. Uh, so there are opportunities for us afresh in India, in Papua, in PNG, where we have a vision of being able to help the PNG Baptist community establish their own intercultural sending arm. It's an exciting time to be involved in international mission. Our world is changing. There are huge shifts in international mission. The role of a Western agency like Baptist Mission Australia will change in the years ahead. But our call to partnership won't. As a mission community, for more than 140 years, we've been committed to incarnation, modelling the example of Jesus, of moving into local neighbourhoods and bringing the good news by word and deed in relevant ways. We've been committed to innovation, open to the Spirit leading us in new ways, not seeking to be on the cutting edge for the cutting edge's sake, but seeking innovative and fresh ways to, to bring the good news of Jesus to local communities around the world. And we've been committed to partnership. From when the very first group of people in 1861 began to pray in the Flinders Street Baptist Church, what did we see? We saw partnership. A group of men and women at Adelaide praying. A group of women being raised up to go to India. We then saw other Australian Baptists come alongside them. We, we saw other mission teams formed. And what emerged was what we now know as the Baptist Mission Australia organisation. A more than 140-year faith story. And at the heart of our story, partnership. And so can I say thank you again today for standing with us. Thank you for partnering with us. Thank you for being part of the grand mission story as together we embrace God's invitation to mission. You might be watching this video today and it might be the first time you've heard about Baptist Mission Australia. Can I invite you to follow up with us on our website? If you'd like to know more about what it means to support us, if you'd like to know what it means more about to serve with us, if you feel that God is stirring something up within you, then can I encourage you to take that next step today? And we'd love to begin a conversation and see what God will do in your life. And can I remind you that as you partner with us, you come alongside people on the ground, their sleeves rolled up in mission today, like Scott and Beck in Mozambique like Luke and Rachel in Cambodia, like Mark and Nock in Indochina, like Matt and Shannon in the outback of Central Australia. People who've sensed the call of God upon their lives, people who've stepped out humbly in mission, but who've stepped out not on their own, who've stepped out confident that the Australian Baptist movement is with them, praying for them, financially investing in their ministry, standing alongside them as partners in mission. And as we celebrate that partnership, we also celebrate the partnership that we have with our Australian Baptist movement. As our state leaders work with local churches in changing communities, 
as, for example, Jeff Maddock, our Victorian Tasmanian state leader, works with the Baptist churches in Tasmania who are seeking to reimagine and reinvent what does it mean to be a people of mission in 2023 in Tasmania. We're better together. As Alan DeMond said, we're better together as we focus on mission in partnership. And you know, if you think about those names in Romans 16, if we were to rewrite that list today, then maybe Bob's name would be on that list. Bob's a retired farmer. He lives in Bendigo. When I was visiting that church recently, he came and spoke to me after a service. He told me a little bit of his story. He got a little bit emotional. Because what stood out for most for Bob was the fact that he'd been a supporter with Baptist Mission Australia for many years. He told me that as he farmed, that him and his wife wanted to make sure that some of the income supported intercultural team members around the world. He rattled off names of people over the years that he's prayed for as an alongsider. And then he said to me, Scott, I don't earn as much as I used to. I haven't got as much money as I once had. But I'm still committed to using the resources that I do have to support what God is doing around the world through Baptist Mission Australia. And he kind of tapped me on the shoulder as he went to walk away. And he said, and be assured, I will keep on praying. You know, Bob's name could be written in Romans 16 today. The mission of God in the hands of ordinary people. Someone committed to rolling up his sleeves and being involved in mission in his local community in Bendigo. But someone committed to being that global Christian. Someone who raises his eyes, lifts his sights and says that God has a role for him in global mission right where he is on his farm in Bendigo. Investing in God's gracious invitation to mission as a partner with Baptist Mission Australia. I celebrate the thousands of bobs across our movement. I celebrate the joy and the beauty of partnership. And like Paul, I give thanks for our partners across Australia. Thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for being part of the Baptist Mission Australia story. The founder of the Christian Missionary Alliance, A.B. Simpson, wrote that prayer is the engine room of mission. And he went on to say something that I find encouraging and challenging. He says that mission and prayer were both birthed in the heart and the mind of God. 
And therefore, it makes sense that if we're to be effective in mission, we're called to be a people of prayer. We're called to pray for our shared ministry at Baptist Mission Australia around the world. We're called to pray for the local neighbourhoods in which we live, our local mission, our local ministry. We're called to pray for our mission, our witness as individual followers of Jesus.